I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, and it is a treat to have a dear brother here today, Emmanuel. How are you, brother? Great, mate. Thanks for having me on. I'm very, yeah, very big pleasure. I've been following your podcast, so very keen to uh, be here, mate. Yo, an absolute pleasure to have you here. For yeah. those tuning into Emmanuel Mamo for the first time, amazing musician. Love your vocals. Um, Part of the band Acacia, which I can't wait to dive into the conversation around that. But then also recently, and this is what I was uh, intrigued to get you on board for, was Three Eye Black Water. I love it. Yes. There's this, yeah. for, those that, for those that don't actually know you, right? It's like, there's this, like, it's Three Eye Black Water, which we're going to find out. But I just, like, I, as I was thinking, like, I was thinking about this episode coming up, thinking about this episode coming up, and I'm like thinking Black Water, like Emmanuel, Black Water. And I know you've gone and, like, spent time with the Indigenous, and they're like, Black Water has this kind of, like, you know, rainbow serpent, black water kind of yeah. energy to it. So I was like, Emmanuel, yeah. of course, makes sense, you know. He's Emmanuel of the black water. <laughs> no, look, it's uh, it's been a been a cool little journey with a couple of friends. Um, but yeah, it's it's got a little bit of a backstory, which I'm sure we'll get into today. So yeah, yeah, well, hit us with it. Hit us with it. Now's the time. Now's the energy. So tell us, now's black water. Where does um? So first of all, let's discuss the AI. Yep. Um, yep. What is going on in this space? All right. So essentially uh, with, well, myself, I was consuming a product, uh, something called fulvic acid. And not too many people know about fulvic acid, but um, it's, a, you know, it's found in most healthy soils around the world. And it was something that I started to consume specifically uh, for my diet to help remove and help chelate heavy metals and toxins from my body when I wanted a bit of a, a lifestyle change in, um, I would say, my late late twenties, twenty twenty eight. I, I think I started to find this product and realized, uh, you know, I wanted to change my diet, little things like that. And fulvic acid was something that that would help me kind of detox and, um, you know, then really get into my diet and kickstart, you know, the, the type of eating that I want, eating habits that I wanted to get into. So I came across this product um, and I started consuming it and. A friend of mine saw me drinking it, and essentially, it's black in color. Well, fulvic acid is a yellowy, amber color, but you've got all other colloidal minerals in there there as well, like humic acid, which is very dark in color. Um, contains seventy-two plus trace minerals, and that there is what I was consuming. My friend saw me drinking it and asked me what it was, and I said, "Oh, it's just water." He goes, "No, it's not. That's Coca-Cola." I go, "No, it's not water. It's not Coca-Cola. It's, it's just water." <laughs> yeah, and him being the I would say he's he's a lot more entrepreneur um, mindset than myself, and uh, he saw an opportunity in it straight away, um, purely for the fact that the the aesthetic um, fact of that that it's black, not even knowing what the benefits of the product were. Um, mm. He's like, oh, we need to do something like this. You know, that day there, he uh, did a bit of research. There was no company in Australia 
doing anything like it. And, uh, mm. and I'd been consuming it for just over a year at that time, feeling great. Um, and yeah, really incorporated it into my diet. And, uh, the next day we had ingredients at the, at the doorstep, ready to start kind of just doing some tests ourselves and, um, and then getting nutritionists on board and getting, uh, you know, biochemists on board and, uh, working with, uh, you know, contract packages and, um, all that type of stuff to get the formulation right. And, uh, and obviously do a lot of testing on, um, the, the actual ingredients in our product so that they're coming from, you know, I would say the most pristine sources around the world. And yeah. And, and, Two years later, we were, it was about a year and a half, two years of developing the product before we actually launched. Um, and yeah, now we've been on the market for about a year and a half. We're in, I would say, three to 400 stores here in Victoria. We're in wow. about 600 stores in New Zealand where we've hit markets like Brunei now, Singapore. Um, yeah, export markets going quite well at the moment too. Um, and yeah, uh, basically just looking now for a little bit of NPD, new product development. And uh, yeah, look, I would say it's, it's a little side venture for, for us. It's, it's not my mm. full-time job, uh, but it's a side venture for me, my partner, Andrew, and uh, our other business partner, Christian, as well. So there's three of us there. First, first and foremost, we're, we're good friends. And uh, so I think the dynamics in the, in the business works really well. It's a lot of fun, um, very challenging, but it's uh, very rewarding when the three of us overcome, you know, these little challenges within the business and work together to, you know, to grow. So, and the name three, I, I guess I didn't even talk about that, but the name three, I, uh, I love this. I love yeah. it. <laughs> the name three, I is referencing the pineal gland. Um, the third eye um, also looks like an OM symbol when you, yeah, it totally it does when you see it on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, referring to the pineal gland, we don't, contain any fluoride, no chlorine, no chloride in our water, anything that you'd find in tap water. Australia is one of the highest, highest fluoridated countries in the world. Mm. Um, you know, whether you believe it or not, fluoride is a heavy metal um, and, you know, big amounts of heavy metals. You know, there, there will be some need in our diet for small amounts of heavy metals, but um, you know, we'll get that from, you know, from our foods. We don't need it in our, in our water system as well. So, mm. um, you know, we've made it a bit of an ethos for us to you know, have a very clean, product free of fluoride free of any heavy metals that you know i would say uh there's belief around it congregating around the pineal gland and calcification mm -hmm. around the pineal gland all of that and i guess we thought we'd have a little bit of a play on the name three i and and yeah that's that's where we got the name from so people <laughs> people do ask that question <laughs> i absolutely love it i absolutely yeah. love it well like it didn't click for me and then when you mentioned it i was like oh my god yeah. that's like the english version of the orm symbol like of that is just symbol. perfect exactly. and it's just yeah <laughs> and i love the deep place yeah. from which you're creating this this whole intention around um yeah just trying to you know shed what doesn't serve us um i think it's really beautiful yeah. you when we spoke last time you mentioned that it had a lot of um it's where does fulvic acid appear in nature yeah so fulvic acid should be found in you know a lot of healthy soils around the world but the fifth layer of the earth is generally um, where you'll find most of fulvic acid in the hum um, humus layer of, of the earth um, we source ours from a 32.5 million year old ocean bed that's that's been under underground for obviously 32 2.5 million years um, and there's all these minerals trapped under there um, and we um, we take these raw materials which are stuff like bentonite or leonardite and then we run that through a reverse osmosis process so no chemicals end up touching our product whatsoever um, and only water touches the product to extract the, the fulvic minerals so fulvic acid on its own um, is fulvic acid so Soils and plants utilize fulvic acid in soils to help absorb the nutrients from soils and trans, um, transport them into the plant cells more effectively. And in our body, fulvic, well, fulvic acid attaches itself to minerals, and then we call them fulvic minerals. And what, mm. what they do is very similar in our body. They transport those minerals around the body um, more effectively, acting like a catalyst to drive minerals into the cell. So, um, you know, we, like I said, we source ours from, a, from an old ocean bed under the ground. You can also source it from areas like the Himalayas, high mountain altitudes. Um, but because a lot of the raw material is exposed to the elements, you're getting a lot of contamination in, I would say, some of these other areas. So, uh, you know, essentially what needs to happen um, for some of these raw materials found at high mountain altitudes, they need to get washed with petrochemicals and other stuff to refine the fulvic acid. 
the great thing about our product being um, sourcing it from underground is that we don't we don't have that that issue, so we don't have to use any petrochemicals to touch the product at any point. So, yeah, I love that. that was a big so, one for us. <laughs> thanks so much for yeah. again the intention, brother. I love that you're creating this. So I want to tune into um, what was going on for you when you first came to full like understanding that fulvic acid was a potential thing in your diet. Like what was it that triggered yeah. you to start going down this path? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, well, I've done a little bit of work with, with some plant medicine um, uh, going back a couple of years now, um, probably about starting about four years ago. Um, I was doing some, some work with some plant medicine and I needed something, in, well, preparing for, for some of these ceremonies, diet needs to change and all of this um, needs to happen preparing for, this, for these ceremonies. And um, I've, I struggled with that, um, like getting rid of coffee and all of that stuff was really, really hard for me. So um, one of the guys said to me, you know, try and find something to give yourself a little bit of, at the time, try and find something to give yourself a little bit of a flush. And then that's when I was, and not only that, being able to stomach some of this, um, some of these plant medicines was really hard for me as well. So finding something that was, um, I was actually out looking for something that was bitter and something that was going to taste not too great so that I was, you know, working and something quite alkaline as well um, for my body too, going into, into these ceremonies. So it was um, on the journey of looking for something like that to help me prepare for these ceremonies that I came across fulvic acid accidentally. And that, um, yeah, and basically from that point, I just started buying this product and um, feeling, you know, quite good off, you know, just your recommended dose um, of it. And I didn't take any higher doses of like flush doses for the system or anything like that. It was just adding it into into my diet. And so, yeah, it kind of came from there. And um, yeah, it's just kind of snowballed from, from, from that point really. So, yeah. Talking about snowballing. <laughs> yeah. Talking about snowballing. So one of your business partners is also your band member. <laughs> Correct. Yes. So, um, you know, been doing music is my full-time job. Music's mm. kind of what I do full-time. Um, if you have the job, opportunity to, it, to yeah. <laughs> hear or listen or check out, dude, his music's amazing. Oh, brother, we <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind words, mate. Kind words. But um, now, look, uh, Christian um, was a DJ. For, well, he is a DJ still, but he, he DJed and produced music for, for quite a while. He toured Brazil and, and did his stuff over there. And um, you know, we've known each other for, I would say, over 11 to 12 years now. And um, yeah, I was doing music, he was doing music and our paths crossed about four years ago, even though we'd known each other for quite a while, but our paths kind of crossed and we just said, hey, why don't we just you know, jump in the studio together, let's try and you know, make something happen and mm. we jumped in the studio together and bang, magic started and some great sound was born, um, I feel anyway, I, I feel like we really you know, found something special. Um, but, you know, jumping in the studio, we wrote our first EP up in Mount Beauty, um, so what we like to do is kind of get out into nature, bring the laptop, um, bring a little Bluetooth speaker, and and start our songs like out in out in the bush, and um, and then we kind of bring them back and finish them here. But we went out to Mount Beauty and went to his grandparents' little kind of chateau out there in the in the mountains, and um, 
and set the place up with all salt lamps everywhere. So we had the mood kind of like spot on <laughs> with the right lighting. You know, we packed our cars full of pop plants and everything like that and bring all of our plants uh, down there as well. Set the whole place up so it was like a like a forest inside as well. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, just jammed out music and, and Christian at was he's got some experience from another beverage company as well. So um, when my other friend who didn't know Christian at the time said to me, you know, saw me drinking the water and wanted to had the idea of starting the company based around the fulvic acid. Um, I introduced Christian at the time to Andrew and, and bang, we all kind of just, yeah, just, you know, just came from there. So, and then, you know, look, I I do plan to to try and merge some, you know, merge the water and merge the music at, at one point, you know, whether it be, you know, some festival where we can, you know, sponsor with the water and we're playing also at the same time. Uh, Something like that would be great. So, that's amazing. You know, so definitely got some, uh, you know, there's some, some lights flashing in my mind about some things that we could be doing, but you know, I think it's still early days. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been reading too many future books at the moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what I what I kind of saw was like a scratch and sniff on the bottle, but instead of scratch and sniff, oh, you yeah. scratch and it plays it plays a tune. Open up the uh, bottle and the and the song plays. <laughs> that's really beautiful, bro. So yeah, let's have great. a quick conversation around that. Like, um, yeah. Do you ever pause to reflect on just the the fact that hey, like you know, that here you were just simply going about your, your daily, just drinking, you know, a supplement that, you know, I'm sure there's many other supplements that are in your, in your diet as well. You know, I've got medicinal yep. mushrooms like reishi, shaga, cordyceps, that sort of stuff in my yep. diet as well. But someone comes up and goes, Hey, like we should do something with this. This is kind of cool. And then you just happen to have in your band, in your crew, um, as someone that has got some experience in this space already. And do you ever just pause yep. to reflect like, right place, right time, synchronicity, divine intervention kind of conversation. Do you still pinch yourself a little bit sometimes or? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think, you know, and I reckon most people would kind of go through it where, you know, when, when those synchronicities are happening and those, you know, that divine timing is happening, like sometimes it can happen, you know, like for a space of say a couple of months and lots of things are happening and you're just like, Oh wow, everything's just clicking together but then that can die off and you can kind of forget mm-hmm. about like that divine yeah. timing. You can, the energy you can fizzles. forget yeah, about yeah. those. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you, and you know, you can get caught up in all the challenges. You can get caught up in all of those things, but yeah, I think you're hundred percent right. You've got to stop and you've got to say, okay, you know, we all got kind of brought together for a reason. And, 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 it, you know, if you really think about it and take your mind back to that point, you know, you believe that, you know, because mm. it felt, you felt that not just believe it, you felt it. And even though, you, you know, life can sometimes you know get us to the points where we don't feel though connected to that as much as we did at that time um you know when you're going through those challenges i think yes 100 percent. i definitely pause and you know thank the guys because you know there's no way i could have done it on my own and i bet they feel the same way that there's no way they could have done it on their own and um uh, yeah and you know for, for, for everything like with the music and and with the water but yeah the way it all came together was you know we couldn't have we couldn't have scripted it. So it was, uh, yeah, definitely from something out of our hands. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So let's, let's dive a little bit deeper into that brother. Like you're, like you said, you're good friends with everybody that you're creating with. Um, Mm -hmm. and then also one of the other person, like, yeah, like you're spending full time creating music with Christian as well on the side. Yeah. So that's a lot of Christian in your life. Um, yeah. And as you, as you do with a lot of, with your business and your like, and you know, music and creativity outlet, you're spending yeah. a lot of time interfacing with these same individuals. Um, mm-hmm. Like just in general, I just, I guess I'm just going to just go and just point the finger to, I guess what my question really is at the heart of it. It's like, you know, yeah. Do you, do you conflict, conflict resolution? How does that all go? Like, do you guys have each other, like yeah. have challenges and stuff like that? Imagine like going into like have birthing a business is like, it's, it's such a tender baby. And uh, yeah. just before we go into talk, like now that I've used that, I'm just going to quickly segue, like Emmanuel just yeah. became an uncle. <laughs> I did. I'm on two hours sleep, guys. So sorry for the bags under my eyes because I just got back from the hospital. So I just had a first baby and um, little Tiago. So, yeah, yeah, Tiago. Yeah, Welcome to the world, little Tiago. <laughs> yeah. You're in good hands. You're in such good yeah. hands. 
<laughs> Congratulations, brother. Uh, thank, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Appreciate it. But yeah, the, yes. the tribe and the community, like when you're birthing a business, it kind of feels like, you know, you've got this, um, yeah, you, you feel so personally invested in it that, you know, you can yes. have your own little bits and pieces, like, and then all, like everybody else feels the same way. And then there are mm-hmm. places for contention or differences of opinion. And, you know, and yep. then you're spending the same time with your band and your music. How does that, how does that, how do you navigate all of that? Um, I think it's just having a deep respect for every, for, for each, each one of us. So for example, I respect Andrew, I respect Christian, I respect their strengths and I respect their weaknesses as well. So, and you know, we're quite open and, um, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of ego with us three. And I think that's great. Like, you know, there's ego in everything, but it doesn't feel like we're kind of battling, um, to have our, you know, to have an upper hand over anything. It doesn't feel like we're, um, I must say there's not much conflict, you know, even I, I would probably struggle to um, even think of one time where there, where there was to be honest. And um, mm-hmm. I think that's great that I can actually say that um, and, and truthfully say that, but, but there is definitely times where our ideas um, are different and uh, mm-hmm. what I see as the direction might not be the same as one of the other guys. And I think it's just an, a matter of, you know, I think us being friends to begin with, um, really helped because we know each other. We know um, the way to communicate with each other because we've been doing it as friends for so long. And, and, you know, we wouldn't be friends if we didn't know how to, you know, I guess get, get along in, in that way. And so the thing about that for me is that <clears throat> I, I totally resonate and agree with what you're saying, but I often hear this as, and maybe like we're just identifying a massive societal limiting uh, belief or bro or bullshit rule here, bro. Um, that, um, because often Don't people say, oh, friends or friend. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've heard yeah. that, right? And then, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. And, and but look, in your yes. experience, that's a load of shit. <laughs> not, not a load of shit. I would say like, you know, there's definitely times where, you know, the, for example, you know, before we jumped into this business, the water business, and before um, we did any of that, me and Christian specifically had a bit of a, a chat and we said, look, that, this is going to be, bit of a responsibility um it may put some toll on our creative outlet which is our music Mm. you know and it it may um you know impact us in some way we have to you know we we basically had had a proper conversation where we sat down we said all right whatever happens the music comes first like you know like what we created here you know this is our passion this is our love this is our joy um you know so is the so is the water but it's, you know, the water for us has been a little bit more of a means um, to create a bit more of a passive income to be able to keep doing the things that we love as well. Mm. Um, but at the same time, you know, burst from somewhere real. And I think mm. it's, uh, so yeah, we had that conversation, you know, we've, we've, you know, we've had, I would say, you know, differences in opinions on, on what we think is right for the company, this and that. And yes, it, it may impact the way we create, um, you know, for, you know, for maybe a couple of hours, but honestly, like we, we're that addicted to being in the studio and writing music and being creative <laughs> together. Like we love the process that much that it's kind of like, you know, you know, I'll finish work at nine o'clock from, from teaching. Cause I teach music as well. And, yeah. um, and you know, I'll, I'll finish quite late and I'll give him a call and be like, Hey, come past the studio or, or go past his and write some music. And, you know, we're always doing that. And it's, you know, it doesn't matter how tired we are or whatever. Um, you know, if, if we've done, you know, had to go overseas for work or had to um, do expos or, you know, exhibitions or anything like that for the water and, and, you know, talk all day and, um, and do, do that type of stuff. Um, it still doesn't, you know, change how badly we want to get in and create and that type of mm-hmm. stuff. And, and the same goes with Andrew as well. Like we have, we have such a great relationship. Like to me, Andrew's that kind of rock and that pillar within our company where he's got a lot of experience in, um, in business and in, um, managing companies and managing business and, uh, and comes from more of the construction background. Um, but you know, um, ran quite a big business in the construction um, industry and you know really brings I would say a lot of confidence to me and Christian when it comes to decision making when it comes to um, you know even direction things that I had absolutely no idea about either like for me I'm a creative person and you know books and money and all that type of stuff I, 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 it's, it's like it's not where my head's at you know my head's at mm. uh, you know let me be creative that, that's you know I I thrive in that type of environment and whereas Andrew thrives with the you know the challenges of business and I, I think that's mm. great and um, 
you know, Christian comes into it with a, puts his own, you know, similar to me with a creative aspect, but with more of a sales background in terms mm. of, um, you know, coming in from another beverage company in a sales role. So, um, yeah, I think it all kind of just clicks and we know where our strengths are. Um, you know, uh, the guys, you know, um, respect my, my, I would say my creative abilities and I respect, mm. you know, Andrew's, you know, um, intellectual knowledge around business and I, uh, respect Christian's knowledge around sales. And we kind of all give each other that, that freedom to, to grasp that role and, mm. um, Own your and, tr- domain. and trust, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And trust each other's judgment within that domain. And it's okay to cross, you know what I mean? It's okay, you know, for Andrew to come in and say, to well, inspire no, each gonna, other. Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. You know, you know, I don't like that color scheme, you know, change that or something, something like that. Yeah. You know, we just have to make sure that our guards are down so that we can listen. That's all. Not yeah. Be too attached to, to our, you know, to our ways. Yeah. It's really. a, it's yeah. a, even yeah. just, you just tucked it, you just tucked it in there at the end in a little yeah. bit. Just keep you, make sure your guards are down, make sure you're above the yeah. line, not below the line. When yeah. 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 Of course. That's right. Love that. Definitely. Love that, brother. So, hey, yeah. in terms of um, let's let's take some time and energy to just ask the question of what does creativity mean to you? Why is it so important to you? Um, yeah, good question, man. You could have prepared me for this one. Now, <laughs> <laughs> your whole life prepared yeah. you for this one, bro. <laughs> now, look, creativity for me is um, in in my life. I, f- I find it's my connection to. Um, you know, something more than just what I can see and, and what I can feel, but it's some, it's also a legacy. Like I feel like, you know, my creativity is something that I could potentially leave around forever. Like, and, you know, um, you know, while my body's not here, I'm like, you know, my, my creations could still be here. Right? Um, not only that, it's, it's, it's a way of expression for me as well. So, um, you know, it's a way of uh, you know, people. Some people like to write write diaries and and, and journal, and um, you know, some people like to talk out loud. Some or some people, whatever it is for me, I like to sing, and I, and I like to to write lyrics. And you know, if I'm going through hard times in my life or great times in my life, I like to kind of write it. I'm inspired to to express it through music. That's just um, I would say the way I'm. I, I feel like I'm wired, and and where I feel like um, I polished some skills that I'm able to do it. Like, um, and yeah, I think that, that makes it, makes it something enjoyable for me because, um, I'm able to share those things with people. I'm able to make people feel something as well. I'm able to capture moments, um, you know, through music, but just being creative in general. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's just our connection to something a little bit more than, the, um, you know, what we can see and what we, you know, what we can hear. It's, it's something special and something that can definitely change the world because, um, you know, I, I truly believe music can change the world. It can change minds and you know, like exactly like what you're doing, mate, you know, changing minds and helping people kind of realize the potential and stuff like that. I think that's really important. And, you know, um, yeah, being creative can do that, whether that be a piece of artwork or whether that be a piece of music or, you know, whether that be a great podcast by you or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, it's, uh, it's an opportunity to change people, whether they um, know that they're being changed by it or not. So it's, um, yeah, I think it's a very, it's probably one of our most powerful gifts um, of consciousness is to be creative, I think, because it's what, it's when we're not in control of it sometimes. Like, and when we can get out of our own way and just let kind of, you know, I would say let, you know, uh, your imagination take over then you're kind of not, you're not sitting in that driver's seat anymore. And then you really get to see the magic inside. And, and, you know, when you sit back after you've just done something that, that you don't even realize what you've just done and you, you know, listen back to it and you're just like, Oh my God, that just came out of my, you know, you know, I just wrote that or, or and that sounds amazing. And you, then you listen to it over and over for like, four weeks straight and you're just listening mm. to the same thing over and over. Um, you know, but that's a special thing too. It, it helps you, you know, for me, it's helped me, you know, really learn to love myself as well. It's really helped mm. me build a really great relationship with myself as well. You know, so I think that's important. And I think, you know, whether it be, you know, making jewelry and stuff like that, you know, I'd sit around and I'd, I'd wire wrap jewelry or, I'd, you know, the paintings behind us, I'd sit down and I'd paint those paintings or, um, you know, things like that. Um, for me, it's any way I can be creative, but I, I try and uh, incorporate that into my life. Yeah. It makes me happy. So, yeah. 
<laughs> That's as love simple that. as it gets, really. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that, yeah. brother. And we did you we was creative like we did you always identify as a creative? Was it something that you just inherently growing up were just like you love to sing, you love to paint, you love to create? Or was there a moment that you first remember that it was like, actually, I'm creative? Um not really. Like I think growing up, you know, I love growing up I loved my sports and growing up I was, you know, really big into playing football and you know, uh yeah, I was very dedicated to to that type of stuff and, you know, you know, without sounding up myself, I was I was quite good at a lot of the sports mm. as well. Like I it really, you know, it, it suited me and um and I don't know when it happened really. I think it happened in grade five. I was yeah, I was in grade five and I was with my my friends from the football team at at school, and there was a audition for the school musical, <laughs> and um, and my friends were like, "Oh, let's just audition for fun." And so I got up there and I sang, uh, um, what was it? It was a Human Nature song <laughs> back then. Yeah. I got up there and I sang a Human Nature song, and the music teacher was auditioning us, and he rang my mum straight after my audition and said, "You know, get him into singing, get him into singing." So when I got home that day. And I, by the way, I ended up getting a, a good part in it and I um, you know, needed a bit of convincing to doing it. But after that convincing, I absolutely loved it. And, um, mm. but yeah, went home, mum's was like, yeah, I'm going to take you to singing. And you know, that, I think, you know, doing music and getting into music was the first time that I realized, how, um, you know, how much I love being creative, but you know, I felt like I, I always had, um, you know, a, a big creative streak inside me. You know, I, mm. I did love to, you know, paint little figurines as when I was younger as well. And, um, you know, even, even singing when I was younger, before I was actually doing lessons or anything like that, you know, I would mm. always grab the, the hair comb in, in the, in the bathroom and, you know, and, and sing. And I, and I could always tell like, like oh, I can, you know, I always felt like I could sing. Um, you know, I could, I could hear the voices in my head before that I, before I sang it out. Like, it's like, it's like I could actually hear the music. I could hear the person singing um, in my head and hear all the notes, hear all the intonations, hear everything. And I felt like it was almost as, as I was looking at a picture and able to tell you all the bits about the picture. That's how clear it was in my head. Um, and it, and it still feels that way. So I think that, that really helped, you know, being able to sing on key and all that type of stuff really helped, you know, just yeah, I would say propel me into my creative um, lifestyle that I live now. Yeah. Yeah. Having, having the ability to do music and express through it. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's a, uh, yeah. I, uh, the thing that's most present for me is just how I, w- I would use the med- meditative just because that's who I am, but also just how much yeah. flow there is in your creative process, just in terms of like you surrender and then it's like, wow, like this is just, it's, it's bigger than me. And then you get to interface with, wow, what was that? And then just witnessing yeah. that and um, just the grace and the, the beauty of that journey. So yeah, thanks that's for sharing the magic that with there. us. Definitely. I love it. Well, you're welcome. One, of the, <laughs> one of the words you touched on is um, something that's really dear to me that we haven't really gone into on any other podcast in Inspired Evolution is the Mm -hmm. word legacy. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that we're having this conversation because when I listen back to episode zero of the Inspired Evolution, which is something that I actually do quite a bit just to get myself grounded. (laughs) 100% to see where you came from. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And uh, one of the things I ended up saying in that episode is um, like, because at the time I was a bit like, and I still kind of have this idea that, hey, like this is very digital. Like this is all very digital in this space. And um, one of the things I mentioned is that, hey, like we're in a, we're like, we're data-driven society. Like it's becoming more and more data-driven. So you're going to try and consume more and more like data. Um, and there are plenty of podcasts out there. My intention is basically to try and create a podcast. I know that I'm kind of doing the counter of kind of what my intention is in some ways, which is connecting people back to themselves, you know, Um, because yeah. And it's this real thing. And so in there, one of the things that I mentioned was, but I'm inspired by people like Bob Marley that, you know, created something and their music, their, like their energy can continue to like transcend time and space, you know? And at the time, even I say this in the podcast, I'm like, I know it's a bit audacious to like compare yourself to Bob Marley, but he's my inspiration. Yeah, man, so here we go. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't tap the inspiration. So think big, yeah. man. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, touching on legacies, you were saying, so in terms of, 
like leaving leaving something behind or yeah like why is it what is this why like i don't think everybody thinks about this and this comes up a lot in my coaching as well you know so one of the conversations we end up having really deeply straight off the bat is a lot of people are doing a lot of things um means to an end but even in this conversation you and i are having it's quite clear to you that your music is key to you and the question that i usually trigger in my coaching early days um like in the first couple of sessions is so right now, whatever you're working on, when you pass away, touch wood, I know this is kind of morbid, but when you pass away, will you have felt fulfillment or contentment, satisfaction, having achieved whatever it is that you're working on at the moment? And some people will say, yeah, absolutely. This is the thing that, you know, drives me. <clears throat> then it's cool. Then it's like all about dialing the knobs and, you know, optimizing the business and all the sort of things they need to do in around that space. But for some people, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I'm working on this. And it could be a multi-million dollar project that they're working on. But then there's this like there's this healer or something or this musician in them or something random that's tapped in there and they haven't given themselves permission to even go there just because mm-hmm. this is so shiny, so big, so ticking. And yeah, just society in itself has just um, has programmed them to, to, to focus on this. But when you start yeah. asking that question, like, will you feel satisfied when you like at your death, like that this is what you contributed your life's like you've put your life had that stamp on this. They're like, oh, nah. They're... And then it was like, well, what was that thing? And there's always this like budding thing inside. I always thought I was this, or I always had this in t- like inclination that I was meant to go do this. And so, like, but you've created this multi-million dollar thing. And it's like, yeah, but this was always kind of like, you know, and so then the coaching begins for the inspired evolution. It's about living the life you love, right? And tapping into mm-hmm. your truest inspiration. So then it's like, let's, let's work on that. You know, like, let's definitely like optimize this because this is a means to an end, but this is actually your end. Like this is, even this is a vehicle for you to do this, you know? And I think, just yeah. the way you articulated was so clear. Like you already had that vision in your head, you know, it's like three I amazing, you know, and it's, it's, it's doing an amazing thing over here, but I'm really mm-hmm. clear that my legacy, what I really want to leave behind is the music. So I'm happy to invest yeah. time and energy here, but this is really what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's not so different to the, um, the, uh, the innate urge that we have to reproduce and have kids and leave, you know, and, and, and recreate our, our DNA and our genes and leave that behind. I think that's, it's not so, so different to that in a, in a way, you know, to, um, you know, not all of us will, will have those, um, those, or not all of us will have kids and not all of us will go through that journey. But I think, um, you know, in our, inside of us, there's those, you know, instincts to, to want to, to leave something behind or to, and I think, it doesn't have to be in the form of, you know, reproducing, but it can be in the form of how are you going to leave, you know, some form of, you know, some memory or some, some form of what you, your imprint, you know, what, what you did here. Um, and, you know, whether that be, you know, my music on Spotify or on, a, on somebody's USB, you know, um, or something like that. And then just randomly, you know, you know, a hundred years from now when I'm not around, um, you know, a song gets played and, um, you know, somebody dances to it or smiles to it or, or, you know, something like that, bang, just through those vibrations of my music again, I'm alive again. I think the Egyptians touched on it as well, um, you know, making all of those big uh, like tributes to, to some of these pharaohs and stuff, you know, then, yeah, 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 the carvings and the names. And, you know, they would say, I think there was, it was I can't remember where I watched it, but um, I was reading something and it was about, when they believe that when the name was spoken again, those vibrations of the name, you know, made the mm. person stay alive. So that's, that's essentially how we live, how we live. Yeah. exactly. So, and I think that's the same with my music. That's how I feel. Um, and I think even Terence McKenna touched on the fact that, you know, artists and, you know, and I love Terence McKenna, um, even if it's just as a, as a bit of entertainment as well, but he touched touched on some really great things um, in, you know, when, when he was here and, you know, I I truly believe it was one thing that he said and it was about artists um, can change the world. um, And it is the artists that will shape, you know, the direction of where the world goes. It's how we're influenced. And I think it's, you know, on, on a, on a mass scale as well. So I think it's really important what we, you know, being creative, what we leave behind and, what the intention is behind as well. Like, are you getting out of your own way and are you just letting what comes through come through or are you having some kind of uh, manipulation over, you, over your 
you know, creations to have some sort of effect or something like that, which we all, I think there's always that little bit of element in, in, in everything, every bit of, you know, every creation that we make. I think that's just being human. I don't think we can totally remove ourselves from it. There's got to be, you know, some form of uh, control over the direction that, you know, something's taking form and that's, I think us, but um, yeah, just, uh, you know, if we get out of our own way, I think it'd be great to see kind of what everybody kind of comes up with. And I think everybody's creative. You know, I have some people come in or I meet people like even, you know, through teaching or, you know, and, and I always love to kind of get into a little bit of songwriting with a lot of my students as well, just to see where their creative aspects are and, and, and how they, how they react in, in that kind of situation where I have to mm. say, okay, I'm just going to play some music now and I want you to improvise. Yeah. Um, mm. And a lot of them are like, oh, no, I'm not creative. And, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't believe that. I kind of think we're all born creative. It's, you know, it's just in us. And, you know, society and, and you know, life in general can, can kind of numb that out of us, you know, it can, you know, whether that be through criticism, whether that be through, uh, you know, just self-doubt, all of those type of things, or, or even like what you said, just where the focus is going. You know, you've, we've got these things inside of us, but then we've got this big shiny thing over here and we're putting all our focus over there. And I think if that's what we're doing, well, then we're not, kind of you know not, yeah you're not spending any time being creative well then you know you're going to feel like you're not a creative person but i think it's all in there um and and the great thing about you know creations and 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 that type of stuff is that it's subjective um you know when it comes to what what looks good what doesn't look good what sounds good what doesn't sound true. Good, it's subjective, very true you know very like true. who's gonna and i think that's that's the whole magic and beauty in it right there is that there is no like set standard for what is good and what's bad. It's, you know, it's like, uh, you know, what do you like to eat? It's the <laughs> same thing. Like, you know, favorite food. And yeah. But I think sometimes so, that's the hard thing it. for people, right? Because that's like, we're all like, it comes back to us being, and this is what you're saying, getting out of your own way. Cause we're our own harshest critics. That yeah, you know, it is subjective, and then we're kind of the most like hardest ones <laughs> on our own subjectivity. And it's yeah. just like, ah, oh, shit. Like that's a, it's yeah. an interesting catch 22. Uh, and yeah, we're the ones that suffer for it in the end, you know, because, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, there's uh, a lot of good to come out of, you know, just allowing yourself to, you know, just see what, you know, put a pen in a hand or put a paintbrush in your hand or, you know, there's many ways to be creative and, you know, mm. it's not just kind of, you know, how we think it can be in, in so many ways. Like you know, I totally yeah. relate to you in that because I, um, yeah, one of my one of my deepest insights from having struggled with depression for six years was actually that the opposite of depression is expression, and that your creativity helps you tap into your expression. It's literally expression depression. Um, so if you can learn to express yeah. and tap into that creativity, yeah. actually, like it's a like fundamental that. tenet of your health, you know. So that was that was huge for me. So you know, people are like oh, spending time to play the guitar or play the handpan or you know get on a jam day. Yeah. It's it's me sounding good on a handpan, by the way. Touch <laughs> wood. You know, yeah. Means a lot to me coming from you, it's brother. Good, <laughs> thank you, thank you for yeah. your blessings. Hey, I want to go into. I'm I'm conscious of uh, of the time we've got here together today, so I just want to. Yep. You know, there's just a, a space that you know. Again, you know, thank you so much for dropping in around legacy creativity, yep. and I'm loving the chat we're having. So I just wanted yeah, to go somewhere that I don't often get to go, but I'm just going to take the liberty of the fact that we are really good friends to be able to dive yep. into this. Um, and if it's, you know, if we can't really go there or let me know, but, um, I just wanted to ask what's your, cause we're talking about legacy. What's mm -hmm. your awareness? What's your relationship with death? Like, like, have you thought about this a little bit? It seems yeah. like you have. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I know just as much about death as what I knew when I started, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would say, um, I would say it's just having a little bit more appreciation for the time that we have here, just being conscious. And um, yeah, look, I guess I, I feel like I've gone through some death experiences before, um, but mm. yeah, like to me, I feel this is just my belief. This is just kind of, I guess where my mantra kind of sits and it's in, you know, that death is just an, the next journey, you know, it's just the, um, and only we kind of put the name death to, to death, you know, we, mm. we, and, and the meaning to it. Like, whereas, you know, if we take the meaning away, take the word away, 
you know, it's, it's just a transition and um, you know, none of us are going to really be able to say what happens or what doesn't happen. But, but we can definitely say that, uh, you know, it's, it's going to happen to all of us. And, um, you know, I think if we can understand that and, and truly, which I think it's hardwiring us not to like, um, it's in an interesting way. Way, that one that <laughs> yeah. it's not hardwired. And the reason I ask you that is because like, yeah, I like my favorite philosopher, Alan Watts, right? And so he talks about this and he's like, just why, why are we not like sending people off? Like, you know, when you say wave goodbye to everybody on a ship, you know, and it's like, you know, those yeah. old days they used to have like the Titanic pulling off the pier yeah. and it's like, yeah, <laughs> woo, see ya. And it's like, why? Like, and this is a metaphor that I came up with, but like that's, but do you know what I mean? Like, why are we not celebrating the passing on similar like you've just shared like your opinion is it's the next journey so if you're going yeah. on a on a, bon, on a bon voyage wouldn't you be like hey have the best yeah. time um but yeah it's it's not but like that in we, the west i think because because there is no certainty around around mm. that because nobody's been back to be able to say this is you know this is this is what happens and um you know with uncertainty you know i think it's in human nature to fear uncertainty you know mm. especially in today's day and age like it's you know security is is you know and and uh you know routine and and the you know being in uh, familiar spaces is is what keeps us i guess uh a little bit more less fearful but um you know not knowing what's coming and not knowing what's happening is, is fearful in itself like so you know to fear death i think is just something that we're all born with to begin with is that fear mm. is in us and and i think you know just having a bit more of a relationship with the fact that you know um you know i would definitely say some you know some ceremonies and plant medicines that, that i've worked with have, have helped me come to that well help me see um you know where uh, what i may not have seen without it or um or maybe t- taken me through some experiences that made me feel like i was dying um to then come out of it, you know, with a whole new lease on life and, um, and your appreciation for life and, and, but go through that death experience and then feel, and, and then realize, hang on a sec. It was just like, you know, it felt like it was just like, I don't know if you've seen that video of that boy he's being held up in the water. The water's only like that deep and he's screaming and then the mum lets him go and he's just standing there. He's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, kind of like, like, like that. That's an awesome um, metaphor. Yeah. And I think, I kind of think that's, you know, I, I, I hope and not hope, I, I make myself believe that that's what it is because that's what helps me live a better, a more happier life. And, um, I think that's all it is. Like, you know, what you choose to believe and, um, you know, nobody can tell you what to believe, but I think if you're going to believe something, at least believe something that makes you live a better life. Yeah. Mm, um, empowers you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Brother. Yeah. yeah. I'm on yeah. the same way with you there. Yeah. Um, one of the last little bits I wanted to just drop in and just honor and just check in with was, you know, I know you've spent some time working with the indigenous with your creativity and the music as well. The band's obviously yep. called Acacia. Anything from that space that, you know, just really, you felt like was uh, something you wanted to share, like maybe one of the nuggets you've learned from spending time with the indigenous here mm. in Australia or something. Yeah. Um, you know, apart from how amazing their culture is and um, you know, how, how lucky we were to be able to, um, you know, to spend the time that we have up there kind of working with them and, and bringing back some, I guess, some creativity in, into some of the communities as well. A lot of their songs have been taken away from them. A lot of corroboree, you know, their corroboree has been taken away in terms of storylines broken, um, you know. Uh, and I think, yeah, being able to go back in there and, you know, uh, and, you know, get some kids to, to come and, you know, just experiment with being creative, you know, song and dance, all that, all of that type of stuff was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, definitely, you know, that it was a – our first experience up in Baranga in Darwin, um, in Catherine, sorry, uh, was quite a hard one. I came back and probably cried for a week straight, man. Like it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty confronting in terms of, uh, you know, I guess the situations that, that are still here in Australia, you know, we, we kind of look overseas and we see, you know, um, 
some you know, third world type situations, but you know, we've still got it here. Um, and, you know, yeah, it was, it was quite hard um, to, to come back and not want to just kind of jump on a plane and go back over there and, and keep doing work over there. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it definitely kind of sparked a, a flame inside to, to kind of, you know, honor a little bit of their culture as well and in, in kind of, what I do too, in terms of the music as well. So yes, the name Acacia, um, you know, obviously deriving from the, the Acacia plants here as well. You know, quite um, significant plants in um, for the indigenous and for and they grow all over the world as well. But here specifically, it's our national one of our national emblems as well. Mm. Um, and you know, a plant I consider a, a very big teacher plant for me too. Um, but uh, yeah, like, you know, I learned to play the didgeridoo while I was over there as well. And, um, you know, and some other kind of indigenous instruments too, and, uh, incorporated some of them into our music. We got to write some music with some of the elders over there. Um, and, you know, some of the children over there, we, uh, got to, you know, teach them. Well, by us being over there, the elders actually taught the children about all the old song names, all the old mm. family names. Cause what we wrote was, was a song kind of paying tribute to all the fam family names, um, in that area. And you know, I don't even think the kids knew that at that point. And, you know, we got them singing it and all of that. And that, that was quite amazing. Yeah. Look, uh, I just hope that we get the opportunity to, to go back there again very soon and, and do something similar. Um, yeah, it was, a uh, look, I, I definitely suggest, like, you know, I, I highly recommend everybody, um, you know, try and learn a little bit about our Indigenous culture here. I, I don't think we're kind of taught enough about it. Um, mm, and, yeah, I think it's I think it's really important. There's a lot we could learn, like so much we could learn here in Australia, you know, about just even land care, you know, how to how to take care of our, our beautiful country and, um, you know, and, and really respect it and, and manage it properly, you know, and, you know, and stuff like bushfires, stuff like, you know, water management, stuff, you know, all of that type of stuff, stuff that, you know, has been massive, you know, through the media and stuff over the last couple of years, you know, water management and, and bushfires. So, you know, a little bit of knowledge from, from the Indigenous culture here would, would go a long, long way with us uh, you know, facing some of those problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that, take on it anyway. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that, brother. One of the things that, um, it's just resonating in the back of my head is, uh, you know, people live to be about a hundred, right? So, uh, you know, the, the Western version of Australia is only two and a half people ago, <laughs> you know, and, exactly. Exactly. and the indigenous version of, of Australia is, is, is many more yeah, than two and a half yeah. <laughs> people ago. So they understand this yeah. country, this land, you know, way deeper than yeah. we potentially can just through our, Limited time here. It's such a beautiful country. It's such a beautiful yeah. country to call home. So thank you so much for sharing that. And just wanting to reflect that back at you. Probably part of it is intention, whether you like it or not. Um, but yeah, just from one brother to another, like looking at just the way you walk, you know, there is so much of that woven into your being as well. Um, the band name Acacia, but even what like for me when it was Three Eye Blackwater, like I said at the beginning of the mm -hmm. episode. It, it made sense. It's like Blackwater, you know, it sounds like an indigenous kind of, oh, down by the Blackwater. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. Look, whether it was intention or not, I think it, it definitely came from a, all came from a real place. And I think that's, mm. you know, that's what feels great. And, you know, I think if we just go by what we feel, like, you know, it's, it's so easy to, to tell, like, um, but so hard to listen to sometimes. Like it's, you know, if you just kind of sit, you know, take a, take a little breath, does this feel right? And you ask yourself those questions along the way. You know, if you if you're not answering yes anymore, then yeah, it's time for a little bit of a change. But um, mm. you know, for me, you know, you know, the journey goes a lot, you know, a lot more than just music and the water for me. You know, I was, I was an architect before um, doing music and uh, while I was doing music. But you know, I left the architecture just to pursue music at that point, and you know, and I haven't looked back. You know, it feels like I wake up every day and I get to do something I love. And, and uh, you know, I feel like I kind of hit the jackpot when I was, you know, 15 years old, you know, working at Vocalize Studios. And then my first singing teacher, Liz, she kind of took me on board at 15 to teach young students. And, and I've been doing it ever since, you know. It's, uh, 
So I, I feel very lucky and very blessed to be doing something that I love. And, you know, if I can do this, uh, you know, for another 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you know, um, I'll, yeah, I feel like I haven't worked a day then. So I think that's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Thanks for and sharing. And I hope everybody finds that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's an inspired evolution. Live your inspired evolution. Yeah. Brother, I just want to take a moment to just thank you for your time, your energy, your presence here today. Mm. I know, um, yeah, it's a very exciting, potent time for you. Little Tiago's waiting for you to have <laughs> a jet set, go say good day. Yeah. So um, yep. thanks for coming out the time and the yeah. energy for, for being with us here today. But also, I know that it's a life's work, you know, so this moment is informed by all the work you've put into yourself coming into this moment. So thank you so much for the rich, deep, wonderful conversation we've uh, managed to have. And it means a lot to me just to have a brother on, just to be able to have have some really deep conversations like the ones around death and legacy and stuff like yeah. that which you know sometimes don't get to come to the surface so thanks for holding yep. space for that as well brother really respect and love who you are can't can't thank you enough mate thank you so much for having me on here and you know to everybody on the you know that that subscribes you know thanks for listening and uh you, you know and yeah it's been so a wonderful just- moment Yep, go on. I just wanted to quickly tune in for those that want to tune in with you just before I forget. What's the best mm. way to get in touch with the water through our water? And what's the best place so, to check out Acacia? So best way to check out the water would be, uh, you, know, you might find it at a local um, IGA or um, independent health food store near you. But if you can't find it, jump on our website, www.3iblackwater, um, number three, letter I, .com.au. And uh, you'll see a list of our stockers on there for for around Australia. There's a store locator. There's also online sales launching next week as well. So you can subscribe and we can, um, you know, we can send you out uh, boxes of water that can, so you can at least have it once a day, like you can have a bottle a day, the recommended dosages to, to feel the difference and um, see if it's something that, you know, that suits your diet and see if it's something that kind of suits your lifestyle. Um, other than that, the, the music, you can find us on Spotify, um, iTunes, uh, Facebook, Instagram, so Acacia with an X, A-C-A-X-I-A. Um, yeah, I guess we'll put the X in there so that when you search it on Google, it will be the first one that pops up. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, you can find us on there. We've yeah, got, a new, got some new music coming out of, uh, in the next couple of months, but with uh, an LEP from last year or the, yeah, last year, you'll find on there. And a new release as well that was released a couple of months ago as well is on there too. Um, yeah, jump on, have a listen, and uh, yeah, and get in contact with me for for any of that. You can you know if anybody has any questions around the water or anything like that as well, or wants to know more. Um, it's just my name, Emmanuel E M A N U E L E at threeiblackwater.com.au, and I'll yeah more than happy converse with anybody about it. Yeah. Love that, brother. Thank you so much yeah. again for your time, your energy, making yourself available, for sharing your creative process, the creativity. And I just, yeah, really, really yummy to have you again today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Emirate. I really appreciate it, mate. Yeah. Hey, tribe. Thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health, and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect. So I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 